Welcome to the Productivities Podcast. It's me, Mike Vardy. And on this episode of the program, I want to talk about something that's normally considered to be counterproductive. Meal planning is important because it prevents us from being a disappointed wreck when dinner time comes around and we have no clue what to make, or even if we have the ingredients to make the meal. It's a time and a money saver, but most importantly, it frees up valuable brain space. Creating a meal plan prepares us for the week to come and gives us peace of mind that we're organized and can feed ourselves and our family. That's why I do it, and that's why Plan to Eat helps me do it. Your subscription includes access to the Plan to Eat website and fully featured mobile apps on iOS and Android. And Plan to Eat gives you the tools to clip and organize recipes from any website, the ones your family loves and that fit your dietary preferences and needs. And you can create a meal plan around your schedule. Then what happens is the Plan to Eat software automatically creates an organized shopping list based on your plan. So sign up for your free trial at plantoeat.com slash timecrafting. That's plantoeat.com forward slash timecrafting. The coupon will be automatically applied to your account and can be used when you're ready to subscribe. It's valid for new customers only. Give Plan to Eat a try today. And that's social media. The use of social media is often maligned and even misunderstood as a unproductive use of your time or an unproductive use of your time. And I usually make these episodes as timeless as possible, and I'm going to strive to do that as much as possible with this episode. But I think it bears understanding that in certain seasons of our lives, uh, whether it's our personal lives or, you know, the world as a whole or our environment as a whole, that what may appear to be one way in, in different times will be very different in uncertain times. And I have to say that right now, with what's going on in the world as of this recording, uh, COVID-19, uh, and again, I want to stress, I don't talk about COVID-19 very much on the program um, because I think that uncertain times can come in a variety of ways. I'm going to speak specifically as this example right now, just as, as an example, is social media can be a real force for productivity. And there are several reasons why I believe that's the case. In fact, I would say that my social media use has gone up over the course of the past several months as uh, I'm sure that uh, that may be the same for you. There is something about social media that allows for connection. And we need connection as human beings. It's one of our basic needs. If you've studied uh, Abraham Maslow's uh, you know, hierarchy of needs, the need for connection is right there. It's one of the basic needs that we, we have as humans. And... When something happens that takes us out of the element of being able to connect in person or uh, we are overwhelmed by circumstances and feel that we are alone in those circumstances because we don't see as many people or we feel overwhelmed and it's, it's like we're almost drowning to a degree, that that need for connection is, is more... Uh, necessary or needed than than before. So social media can be really productive in those times. But like anything else, social media, any tool, even productivity tools for that matter, uh, moderation is key. Cal Newport talks about digital minimalism in his book, Digital Minimalism, talks about Facebook. And we've heard, uh, you know, uh, the idea of 
being careful about what you put on social media. And I am still a huge proponent of that. That's why I journal. There are things that I would love to talk about, uh, you know, invent. <laughs> Uh, but I do that in a journal because there is a an element of secrecy or safety there, which is another one of our you know basic needs. Putting things out there like my uh, you know opinions on on things that I would probably never talk about when I was first dating someone is the kind of thing I try to keep off Facebook. And and honestly, what's going on with with COVID nineteen right now is something I'm definitely keeping off of, of Facebook. Because there's a lot of differing uh, opinions and thoughts on the matter. So I try to keep that away. And that's what the journal is there for. But the ability to connect with people, I think, is radically important. And when you are feeling like the only thing you can do every morning is get up and do some semblance of what you were trying to do before in a world that uh, is not allowing for that to happen as readily as it was before, you search for certainty wherever you can find it. Routine is so huge for that. Um, morning routine, evening routine. I've talked about this before. But the ability to connect with people is such a huge element to that as well. Knowing that you're going to go to a workplace or to a school or even just be able to go to a networking event and being able to see people face to face and connect with them on that level. When that is gone, how else do you connect? Sure, the phone helps, but I grew up in an era where the instantaneous element of being able to pick up the phone was the only way to connect with someone where, you know, and I'm going to age myself here, where, <laughs> where seeing someone on video and broadcasting to you was not possible. We did not have portable broadcast devices in our pockets. We do now. And that's why, you know, People like me are spending time with, uh, you know, people who have never really done this before. Some older, some younger that are saying, hey, how do I do this, you know, for school? Um, using tools like Zoom, like, um, you know, Marco Polo is another one, which is more personal. But there's lots of, there's tons of Skype. There's tons of these tools that are out there that'll, that facilitate the, this kind of connection. And so does social media. So... Again, with moderation, I think, is, is the key. Having that, that moderation is what you need to be considering yourself with. So my habits around social media use hasn't, haven't really changed. The things I put on there haven't really changed. The way I use direct messaging might, and there are a variety of social media tools that have direct messaging in them, Instagram. Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, you name them, most of them have that you know, feature built in. One of the ways that you can use social media productively and, and have that connection and do something that could delight people along the way, and I, I touched on this on some, oddly enough, social media posts not too long ago, is the use of what you're hearing right now, voice. All of these tools that I mentioned, save for Twitter, at this, at the time of this recording, have the ability for you to record a short message. Some, they vary in length, which is good. I think having a limit on that is also good. Constraints are good. But you can actually leave a voicemail, for lack of a better term. You know, you can create a conversation on there if you want, rather than simply picking up the phone and calling someone. Because if you have a lot of Facebook friends or a lot of connections on, on LinkedIn, you're not necessarily going to want to call them 
on their landline. Plus, again, the idea of notifications on these social media applications, they don't seem as immediate or as urgent as ones you would get on the phone. There's there's tiers of connection, right? Like I don't have certain people's phone numbers, nor do they have mine, but we are connected on on these social platforms. So when they go check their messages, whenever they do that, and, and same with me, I see those and then I can respond when it's most appropriate for me to do so. And then they can do the same in kind. Can't do that with a phone as much. I mean, I, I do come from that old school uh, element of texting. You know, I was born into the technology, right? You know, this technology didn't exist. I use it for a living. Uh, I'm, uh, I guess, a digital, um, I'm not a digital native per se, uh, but I'm quite adept at it. So, but I'm, I like it when you can marry some of the old school sensibilities. And man, old school is such a word. That I don't necessarily want to use it, but when you can use those, uh, the idea of hearing someone's voice. And, and I have to say that when I've done this with people, some people have said to me, wow, I didn't know you could do this, number one. And oh, it's so great to hear your voice. And I can do this for people that I'm, you know, really close with and people who, you know, they've dropped me a line and I can just drop them a voicemail very easily. Bonjoro does this for me. That's an app that I, I allowed this to happen when people purchase, you know, the, the, uh, some of my products, right? So there's, there's a way to create that connection. And in situations where connections are harder to um, forge, uh, I think that that's something that, that should make you think twice about whether or not you should be on social media. And if you've not been on social media to this point, then this would be a time to possibly explore it. And not for the needs of, oh, it's going to be great for my business or, oh, you know what, I'm going to get sucked down. I mean, because there is that propensity to get sucked into a whole new world because social media can be a whole new world. I'll give you an example. Neatly uh, segues into my foray into TikTok. That's right. A 45-year-old man. uh, There are many of us on there, by the way. uh, I'm on TikTok. Now, what's fascinating to me about TikTok is it was once known as Musical.ly, so it's not new, and it does have a standard way that people have used it for a long time. It's primarily young people who are using it for, you know, it was often used for dancing, you know, for lack of, I'm simplifying it, but that's what it was used for. Well, now, you know, with the the elimination of Vine, which was another social media application that that a lot of the popular YouTubers and bloggers have come from, you know, uh, who I've also spent some time exploring in, in recent uh, recent weeks, especially as I look at doing more video stuff. Uh, the, there are elements of Vine incorporated into TikTok. You know, there's a time limit. You know, there are, uh, people are using it for skits. There's great editing you can do inside of it. People are using it for humor. There's also the live component that you can do with it. There's hashtags built into it. And there's a certain way that uh, the algorithm, everyone's trying to figure out the algorithm. And there's all these things you can do with it. But ultimately, the reason that I'm using TikTok right now is to connect with two distinct things or groups of people. Number one, my daughter, to be able to kind of get a sense of, oh, this is cool, we can talk about it. And also with people who might be interested in productivity and time management. You know, and seeing how I can maybe share my message on this platform. Because remember, I do have a comedy background. I do love entertaining. I do want to explore and film. And I love the constraints. I'm trying to make all of these TikToks I'm putting together in that 15 second or less time frame. 
Plus, I'm also using it as a way to create some Instagram stories. So I'm scaling that content. I, I would say that if you know who Gary Vaynerchuk is, and if you follow his work, he'd be pretty pleased with me taking content and, you know, Amy Woods, who's going to be on the podcast in the not too distant future, she'd be happy with the fact I'm kind of scaling my contact, content in a different way. Now, I don't know if it's going to work. I'm having fun with it, though. My friend Gary Ware, who's also going to be on the program here uh, in the not too distant future, him and I were just briefly chatting over TikTok. And he said, yeah, I love, he said, I love that you're experimenting with this and playing. And Gary knows, Gary knows about play. And that's what I'm doing with it. And I'm connecting, not just with other people that are there. And I've had a couple of conversations and I'm connecting with my daughter, possibly too much. It might be creeping her out a little bit. She said, yeah, maybe I'm doing things that are, she would say cringy. Um, <laughs> but I'm also connecting with myself too. I'm connecting with the, you know, the, the, the part of me that was doing comedic bits, the part of me that loved the creative part of making content of crafting things that's where time crafting came all the stuff that you've heard from me over the years has come from a creative sensibility and i'm getting back to the video roots to the to the the weird not weird but the the um my voice the way i want to present it that's what you're seeing there and on an upcoming episode of the productivity podcast this one's a little bit further down I mean, I'm saving it for a special occasion, but Derek Sivers and I had the occasion, uh, the, 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 uh, the chance to talk about that very thing, about connecting the different seasons in one's life. And right now we are all, I think, collectively to how in varying degrees in a season of we are connecting over one very particular thing. And in a weird way, we can't connect because of it. And social media will give us that ability. Now, I will say that you need to pick your spots. So frittering time away on social media is not the answer. Using it deliberately is. And if you listen back to that episode that Cal was on with me, I told him how I used Facebook. And he gives examples in his book, Digital Minimalism, about how you can be deliberate with social media. You know, the idea that, well, again, with, with TikTok right now, I can go into TikTok, make a TikTok, and then share it to Instagram stories. And with a couple presses of a button, I, I, I now don't need to look at Instagram if I don't want to. I can if I want to, but I've now done the thing. I put it in there. Same thing with Facebook. I can look at an, a story that I've read. Seth Godin reads, writes a great article. I, I mean, I love it. My friend Michael Schechter shared one, and uh, I'm like, yep, I keep up with Seth, and that's another piece of gold that he put out there, I can share that from my iPhone using the extensions directly to my Facebook page and not even have to go into Facebook and scroll the newsfeed. Done. If that's what my purpose is, then that's great. Then I can go into Facebook later and, you know, say happy birthday to people, uh, you know, do all the stuff that you do on Facebook. But it's about deliberate use. It's about being intentional with how you're using social media and then figuring out a way that you want to pay attention to it. No matter how much attention you want to pay to it. Right now I'm paying a lot more attention to TikTok. Again, for some people in this household, probably too much. <laughs> I tend to go a little bit overboard when I find something new. But again, that's that that's what productivity is. It's that marriage of intention plus attention. So as I wrap up here, 
because I try to keep these episodes in the realm of how long these other episodes, the weekly interview episodes that I do. And this is still a fairly new thing for me too. This is another way of me doing some experimentation and some creative work around my, my, my podcasting life because that's another part of what I do. But social media and productivity do not have to be at war with one another. And, uh, and, and I think that if you go in, and again, know your time of day for this sort of stuff. I'm far better at social earlier in the day and later in the day than in the middle part of the day. You know, l- figure out what, what's going to work for you and when you want to connect. And figure that, I mean, that's not something you can just, you know, whip up in a day. It's going to take some, some thought, some clarity, some awareness, some, some, even some patience on your part. But social media does not have to be unproductive. It can be very productive. It can allow you to connect when we need to connect the most. And that's what I wanted to share with you today. So if you're interested, you can keep up with me on social media. I'm on plenty of platforms. Just look for me either at Mike Vardy or Productivityist. I'm on Instagram as Productivityist. I'm on TikTok as Mike Vardy. Twitter, I've got both. LinkedIn, you can find me there. I use the platforms. I'm not on Snapchat. I still haven't figured out a way to use that, or even if I want to. And that's the other thing, too. Don't feel compelled to use platforms just because they are the thing everyone says you should be using. And believe me, right now, TikTok is the hot platform. There are people on there that are just doing it because it's the thing to do. And frankly, some people are just bored. And that's okay, too. But again, if you go in with purpose and being deliberate, you're going to get a lot more out of it. And then you're going to have a deeper connection. And then those, those tools, those, those pieces of software, the, the applications are going to matter to you that much more. And so will the moments that you spend in them. That's it for this episode. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen. If you enjoyed this episode and you enjoy what I deliver twice a week on the podcast, please subscribe to the podcast. You can do that in Apple Podcasts, in Overcast, in Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, wherever you're listening to podcasts. Hit the subscribe button and don't miss a single episode. Like I said, I've got great episodes coming up with Amy Woods. Uh, Derek Sivers is coming on the show. Keith Ferrazzi is coming on the show. In fact, uh, you know, I've got an interview lined up for him, with him this week, just in time for his new book that's coming out. Lots of great guests coming down the pipeline. I'd love for you to just get them automatically delivered to you. And, and that way you don't have to worry about paying attention to when they show up because they will be delivered for you to your application of choice. And if you enjoy the podcast, I'd love to get a rating and review from you and wherever you're listening to the podcast, because that just helps me see what I'm doing right and what I can improve upon, because I want to make the show better day in and day out, time in, time again. Thanks again for listening. I really appreciate it. Until next time, I'm Mike Vardy, the host of the Productivity is Podcast, reminding you to stop guessing and start going. I'll see you later.